Hey, my name is Elisa Kay, and I'm here to teach you how to rise above the noise and say yes to owning an unforgettable, impact-making business. On this podcast, you'll learn how to harness the power of your unique story and use magnetic marketing tools so that you can confidently own your place in your industry. Get ready to transform your marketing to reach more people and finally feel authentically you online. It's time to grow your business with purpose. This is the Own Your Message podcast. Hi, 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 and welcome back to the podcast. It has been a good few weeks since I sat down and recorded an episode for you. Oh my God, where do I even start? Um, The first, I think the first reason that it has been a long time coming, like this podcast episode and in general, normal weekly scheduled content is that our neighbors are doing a kitchen remodel that has taken over my life. First of all, there was a hole in my ceiling. Secondly, they flooded us. Thirdly, it was supposed to go on for three weeks. It's turned into, I think, six and a half now with no end in sight. So I am currently in my office while it is storming it down. It's the middle of summer at the time of recording this and it is literally autumn weather. There is rain, rain, rain. There is a literal storm warning right now. So I really hope that my mic is gonna filter everything out. But if not, I thought, do you know what? Some content is better than no content. And I have so much to say and so many things to update you on in terms of what's been working well in our business. What are the things that I've been, you know, picking up? And ultimately, I love this medium. So I'm going to stop making excuses. And this is exactly what I would have told my, you know, clients to do is to just find a quietish spot and record the things that you need to record, speak from your heart and just own the fact that sure, it's not necessarily the best of times, AKA like our studio is currently busy. Our editors away for the summer. He's doing festivals and other fun things. So this is, this is what is, this is what it is. This is the reality of being a small business owner is that sometimes you have to just figure out a way. And I think that a lot of the time when we are thinking about our marketing and when we are thinking about what are the things that we really need to make sure we are doing well, consistently on purpose, and what are the things that we need to do as small business owners, a lot of the time it's figuring out a way to make it work. And that can feel really uncomfortable, particularly when you are smaller, you don't have as many resources, things are not going your way, there are neighbors creating noise, there is rain ruining your sound, there is, you know, you don't have your branded clothes, whatever the excuse is. I think a lot of the time when we are thinking about marketing our business, there are a lot of what ifs. What if, you know, they judge me because I'm not wearing the right thing? What if I look wonky on camera? What if my mouth makes a weird shape when I'm recording my podcast? What if, what if, what if? And all of those what ifs are stopping us and stopping, you know, our ideal soulmate people who are waiting for us to show up, who are waiting for us to deliver the message, who are waiting for us to really fully come out and own the things that we need to say own that message, right? They're waiting to hear the thing that you have to say in your specific unique way. 
And yet we are spending so much time, effort and energy thinking about the what ifs. So before I even get into powerful marketing tools and, you know, rules and all of the things that I want to say to you today, I just want you to remind you and I want you to remember that you started helping people for a reason. You started showing up whether it was, you know, way back when on the Facebooks, whether it's on Twitter, whether it's on Instagram, whether it's on, you know, threads, whatever it is that you're on right now, you started showing up for a reason. You started showing up because you had something to say and a message to connect people to. You cannot stop sharing that message because of some what ifs. You can't let the what ifs win when there is so much more for you to say, there is so much more for you to deliver, there is so much more for you to give. And I want you to remember that if you started, if you have committed time, effort, energy, money, blood, sweat, and tears, and things have felt more difficult, then it's time for you to remember why you started in the first place. It's time to, for you to remember why you came up with your message, with your product, with your service in the first place. And own that and really connect deeper into that as you are going through and powerfully showing up over the next few weeks, months, and years. So without further ado, what are the seven powerful marketing rules for the new and smaller service provider? The first three rules are actually a rule of three. And I think that there is a really easy way to remember this because it is the three C rule. Number one, I want you to be really clear as to who it is that you're helping and what you are helping them with. You have to be really, really clear because if you're not clear on who you're supposed to be marketing to, then how on earth the people on the interwebs and the people in your local area and the people in the world are going to find you. If you're not clear, chances are they're not either. So we want to be really, really clear. We want to be really consistent with the strategy that we're using. Look, there are a thousand and one ways for you to grow your business. There is SEO, there is YouTube, there is podcasting, there is social media, there is all of the social media platforms, there is, you know, lead generation services, and there is, you know, all of the new and upcoming stuff that is going on every single day. But the real truth is, is that all of those strategies work. TikTok works, YouTube works, Facebook works, you know, all of the things, SEO works, blogs work, all of them work if you are consistently enhancing and strategically advancing that strategy. So there is no wrong strategy per se. There are there may be some things that are not necessarily aligned with how you like to operate, aligned with your brain, aligned with the strategies or the skills that you have right now. But I hear online all the time, the strategy didn't work or this didn't whatever pay off or I hired this person and they sucked, right? Well, if you only did it for a week or if you only did it for a few months and you didn't look at your numbers and didn't strategically improve upon them, is it that the strategy didn't work or is it that you were just not consistent in delivering on the strategy and on improving on the, on the strategy, right? You can't outsource the things that you don't necessarily know and you can't blame a strategy for not working if you've only been doing it for five minutes. 
So I need you to be clear in who you're helping and with what, and then consistent with a strategy that delivers that. Consistent with a strategy that actually helps you show up. So that means that if you're gonna use Instagram, let's say, to get clients for your photography business, okay, well, we need to look at a few numbers and a few specific tools, right, that will gonna that are gonna measure the effectiveness of that strategy. If the strategy is I'm gonna grow through Instagram, then obviously we have to look at all of the ways that you you can do that. Whether that's a carousel post, a reel, uh, live videos, collaborations, or something else. So every single thing that you could do could potentially pay off. It's like what are the thing what is the thing where you're gonna put your eggs right well what's the basket that you're gonna put your your eggs in right as the saying goes and are you gonna consistently do it to then consistently deliver on the clarity that you have about your person and your message and then the third thing the third c in in our first three rules is concise can you concisely explain to me what is it that i'm getting what is in it for me and that needs to be really really concise and clear Because if we are clear on your ideal client and you're clear on the result that you give them, you're consistent with your marketing strategy that delivers on that, and you can concisely explain to me what is in it for me and why now is the right time for me to take the next step, then the majority, like the hardest part is done. Those are the three core things that most people struggle with. So we're going to have clarity. We're going to be consistently showing up. We're going to be concise in how we actually deliver that message. So that means that if you say, well, I help this person do this thing and it's a 20 minute pitch, it's too long. It's not concise enough. We want to distill it down. A really good um, way of testing that is if you're going to do a video that's less than a minute long, can you tell me clearly what is it that you do, who you do it for, and how you do it, and what my next step is. So who, what, how, next step, right? And if you can do that in under 60 seconds, then you have the consistency and the the clarity and the conciseness down pat. Obviously, as a messaging, you know, expert, I can tell you that there are 50,000 ways to deliver that message, but it's a good litmus test. So, Those are our first three. Clarity, consistency, conciseness. Number four is understanding the difference between evergreen and social content and making sure that your marketing hits both of those avenues. It took me a really, really long time, I am a little bit embarrassed to admit, to understand that my content was all social content, aka didn't live beyond the few hours or, you know, maximum a few days that it has to feed the algorithm. So now I create evergreen content, things that people can go discover and binge, so that my content starts to create that legacy. I absolutely love watching the Get Ready With Me reels or watching the, you know, the That's What's Up guy on TikTok, right? Those are the, the those are like the social pieces of content, but they are still technically evergreen, right? Things that are not evergreen are quote graphics, right? Or 
even like get ready with me TikToks that are specific to the day. Evergreen content tends to be like YouTube longer videos, podcasts, blogs, things that people can actually search. I think that TikTok is a really odd beast though because people can still search older content and it, you know, it still tends to be like a weird hybrid. Though I would say that I do categorize that as non-evergreen content unless you're repurposing it, right? I think evergreen content is something that lives forever and then therefore can be accessed forever. But, you know, like the rule of repurposing is a bonus one that I'll add on to this list. So to recap, because I went off on a tangent a little bit there, your evergreen and social content rule is that you have to create both. So I want you to think about where are you creating your content bank that people can go and binge and, you know, listen to, whether it's a podcast or a YouTube channel or a blog. And do you have social content that actually uses the algorithm to help new people discover you and to help nurture your existing audience? Really, really different things. Social content are things that expire, like stories and things that, you know, go down in the algorithm, like reels and TikToks. And evergreen content is like a library or a bank that people can search and then access that information. It's really, really important that you get into the habit of creating both things because it's going to save you so much time, effort, and energy going forward in your business. Number five is that all roads need to lead to email. So a powerful marketing rule there is that your email list is something that you own. And yeah, sure, your email open rates are obviously gonna be a little bit lower, right? Then let's say they were 10, 15 years ago. But email is still the number one way that most small business owners make money. It is still hands down the best way that we know to monetize our followers. And it's a really, really great way for you to collect all of the people who might be interested online and who are interested in hearing from you on a regular basis. I must admit that I was really hesitant for a long time to go all in on email marketing, but it's been hands down the best decision that we ever made as a business because it meant that I own the data, I can email my people on a regular basis. If let's say, uh, you know, a social media platform decides to have a midlife crisis, looking at you, Twitter, then all of the people that I had on that social media platform can still come to with me to the next thing, right? They can still communicate with me. And the amount of times and stories that I can tell you about my friends who have been blocked on Facebook or Instagram or, you know, their accounts have been hacked or something else has happened, but that email list is their staying power. So email, 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 email should be the focus. So therefore you have to have a really eloquent and elegant way for people to sign up to your email list and you need to give them a reason to stay there. So you need to give them a reason to open your emails on a regular basis. Then number six is of course storytelling, right? We wanna connect with people through stories and we wanna connect with people in a way that helps them know, like, and trust us. And storytelling is the number one way for you to create that connection and that trust with your audience, right? I think a lot of my people connect with me because I've told all of those horrible stories, right? Of the burnout, of the, you know, doubt, of the fear. And I've been really, really open on all of the social media platforms generally about the struggles that I've had as I've been building my business. You don't have to necessarily, you know, create a sob story or 
tell the people of all of the dark past things that have happened to you. But you do need to get good at making sure that you can take the mundane things that happen to you and make them into either anecdotes or stories that people connect to. Storytelling is a way for people to connect with your message and it's a way for people to uh, to connect deeper with who you are and your values. And seventh, and definitely not least, right, or not last, there are so many more rules, but I wanted to give you the seven most powerful ones for you to remember right now, is understanding that your numbers don't lie. So analytics and using your intuition, right, to tell us the story of your business and understand what it is that you need to measure and where it is that you need to actually move forward and move through in your business are so, 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 so important. So your numbers don't lie. If you haven't, you know, figured out where your numbers are or where they need to be, the good things to track, in my opinion, is distilling from your sales system. So whether you are you know, someone who wants to do launches for your digital products or whether you are someone who does sales calls because you're a service provider, you need to understand how to measure and track your leads, your conversations, right? Whether that's in a launch format, right? Conversion rate wise, or whether that's on a sales call, if you're, you know, doing um, enrollment calls and obviously your sales. And there are so many different numbers that you can track but understanding that every single marketing campaign that you do and every single strategy that you implement is going to have specific numbers that you need to track to figure out whether or not it was a powerful and successful campaign. A lot of people come to me and they say, oh, that didn't work or, oh, my launch failed or, oh, I suck at sales calls. And they have like a 60% conversion rate or their sales page is at like, 45% and I'm like, are you joking? This is, in, this is incredible. These are great stats, right? So understanding what your numbers are telling you without being emotional about it is one of the best ways to recalibrate. Oh God, is anyone else an international person and struggles with saying the C's and the L's, particularly when they've been around their family members? Tell me I'm not alone. But it's a great way for you to check in with your gut and check in with the numbers to see whether those two things align. Your gut might be saying, fear, oh my God, I failed. And the numbers might be saying, you are doing way better than you thought you did. Your conversion rate is through the roof and the numbers are consistently great, right? So remember that the numbers don't lie and that your numbers are gonna tell you the actual story of what is happening with your marketing efforts. So knowing what to track is really, really important. In my opinion, if you're newer and you want to get started, the best things for you to track are how many leads am I getting? Like how many people are raising their hand and saying, I actually want this? How many sales calls am I getting? And how many of those am I closing? And then how many referrals am I getting on the back end of it? So if I was to track anything, if I'm, you know, like a newer service provider, if I'm a designer or a photographer or any of the other wonderful creative things that people do in our audience, those are the four things that I would look at. And based on that, I would start to figure out what are the campaigns that I need to run in order to actually get the, the higher conversion rates in all of those four boxes. So I hope you love those seven powerful marketing rules. They are the things that we have been um, teaching inside of Metamorphosis. 
And they are the things that I've really come back to over this last year to really firm up and, you know, stick deeper and really improve our system. So hope that helps. I'll speak to you in the next one. What was it that made you start your business? What was that thing, that spark, that idea, that big whoosh of knowing that made you go, you know what, I'm going to leave this cushy, stable, safe box that I'm in behind and I'm going to trailblaze my way into this new existence. And look, if you're anything like me, then it may not have made sense to your partner, to your mom, to your friends, to your neighbor, to the world at large. But you knew in your heart of hearts when you started this thing that the world is meant for your magic. The world is meant to see you unleash yourself, unleash your, your purpose on the world, and you are ready to help more people. And again, if you're anything like me, then you know that in your heart of hearts, you're supposed to be helping and impacting a lot more people than you are right now. And here is the truth. To access that level of momentum, that level of transformation, we have to go deeper. We have to understand what is it that we are here to do and how are we communicating that with the world at large. We have to drop this nonsensical advice that we need to do a thousand challenges, a webinar, a marketing funnel. We need to change the systems. We have to do a text list. We have to, I don't know, sing under the moon naked. We have to burn all the money candles. We have to do the rituals. And then we have to like sacrifice all our organs to actually get seen and visible and, and discovered by more people. We have to drop all of that nonsense and understand that the real transformation, the real metamorphosis lies back home with us. It lies back to the purpose of why you started this business in the first place. And are you ultimately currently living that purpose, living that vision, or are you stuck in analysis paralysis? Are you stuck moving in a movable mountain with no way out? I have been on both sides. I've been at the top of the mountain, at the bottom of the mountain, below the freaking mountain. And the truth of the matter is, is that we make business so much harder than it needs to be. We make all of these different assets, all of these different tools that are at our disposal so much harder. And this, this cycle of stopping and starting, stopping and starting, overanalyzing, overthinking, making it a mountain out of a molehill is keeping you and your business from flourishing. I look at business like this. You are a gardener. You're entering your garden. And right now, it might look like a barren freaking wasteland. You might be scattering your seeds. You might be trying all of these different things out, but you're not sure why the roses aren't being cultivated and they're not growing. And here is what I want you to know. You are but one season away from the true transformation, from the true blossoming of your ideal soulmate business that is within you, that is here to be discovered by so many more people. I'm here to tell you that you are but one moment, one decision, one key action away from getting everything that you want. And even if it's been hard and even if it's been paralyzing and even if it's been, you know, an up and down roller coaster of emotions, I'm here to tell you that with just a tiny five millimeter shift into the right direction, everything can change. That is the beauty of why we do this. Everything can change in one moment, in one decision, in one 
transformation. So let me tell you a little bit more about my new mentorship program that will help you do that. It will help you figure out that five millimeter shift. It will help you get back to who you were meant to be. It will help you tap into your juiciest, most magnetic, best content. And it will help you have the team of experts in your back pocket to fall back on so that you never feel like you're alone again. So in Metamorphosis, what you get is myself and my business partner, Casey, plus our guest experts coming in and helping you every single week. We host weekly CEO power hours to help you get back into the vision of who you are meant to be, to help you stay on track, to help you create, implement, and follow through on your marketing plan, and to help you ultimately reach more people. Every single week, you'll get flourish calls that focus on magic and metrics. And finally, you get weekly copy crits where you can submit your email, sales pages, your marketing materials to get expert feedback on your actual materials so that you can do what you're best at and help us optimize the rest. Plus, of course, there are a host of sexy bonuses, a host of really great materials to help you figure out your marketing plan, simplify and figure out the right way forward. So if you want to learn more, if you want to get back to who you were meant to be and transform your business from the inside out, then head to the show notes or head to elisa-k.com forward slash metamorphosis. Let's begin your transformation.